The Anton Savage Show with Nifty Business on News Talk. To go back to that text that we got earlier on about the rugby saying we must avoid France now. New Zealand are soft. Let's have them in the quarters. I think that's predicated or that requires us to win our group so that we end up dodging France and ending up with New Zealand. With us is um, Ireland legend Keith Wood. Keith, it's I think it's the first time I have ever read anybody suggesting that we should want New Zealand because, and I quote, they're soft. Yeah, I kind of dreamt of that during the week myself and then kind of woke up and said that's the sort of nightmare we don't want to have that we're wishing for kind of crazy things for us. But it's like last night made it very, very different. It kind of frightened me a little. I thought France would be nervous and they were nervous and they didn't play particularly well and were still miles too good for New Zealand. So um, look, it's uh, this next few weeks, it's half terrifying, half crazy excitement. I mean, it's 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 rare that we get to the sort of place where um, we can dream the big dreams for ourselves too. Well, give us a sense then, if we're watching at half two today against Romania, the, the victory has to be a foregone conclusion or we're in deep trouble. But what are we looking for in that performance to give us a steer for what the campaign will look like? Well, I think we were given a guide by the team that Farrell picked, actually. It's a very strong Irish team. And the marker that you're looking to put down at the start of of a World Cup is that this is a team that's ready um, to build performance and momentum as the pool goes along. Our particular pool has the easier games at the front and the harder games at the end, which means we may not have been at the full height in the in the the pre-World Cup warm-up games because we shouldn't be. These games are the ones that should bring us to the, the heightened level for for um, South Africa and Scotland. So I think you're going to see incredibly aggressive, um, very controlled, very heavy-hitting game by Ireland today uh, with the idea of putting down a marker because we have been we've been building for the last few weeks but we haven't kind of set the world alight. I don't think we should have either by the way. So today is our our day to put down the big marker. So I think it'll be getting Johnny back into the game. It'll be starting to go through um some of the uh the interesting moves that we have but not showing too much to the opposition, but I think it's about being clinical and above all else a high level performance. How central is Johnny going to be to it all and how vital is it that he remains uninjured? Because an awful lot of the the coverage has talked about this, of course, being his fourth World Cup, the sheer level of experience that he has, the influence he has across the the team and camp. Is that at the heart of it all? Um, I think it's a big part of it, actually. And uh, look, we've, for a variety of situations, we don't have and haven't had a high level of strength and depth to to knock Johnny off his perch because at 38 years of age, uh, it's a pretty astonishing thing that he is holding the keys to, to our performance. Um, but nobody else has been able to wrest it away from him. Now, I think in, in Jack Crowley, we're getting someone that's getting closer to it, but he's young. So I think if something happens to Johnny, I think we can actually deal with it. But he has, um, uh, he's got slower Johnny has, but his rugby intellect hasn't got any slower and his ability to make the right decision under the game plan that Farrell has put in, which protects him. I mean, two years ago, I was calling for Johnny to retire because I thought he was getting smashed up all the time. Um, but now with the game plan that that uh, Farrell has put in place, it seems to be that there are many options that don't rely on him getting smashed on the gain line all the time. So I think it's been better for him, but his 
decision making has been on a different level from any other that we've seen. So, so he is important, like unbelievably important, and it would be a great way to go out. But I, I can tell you that Johnny wouldn't be thinking of this being about him in any way, shape, or form. In terms of thinking about it being a, being a win for the team, it's 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 very team oriented. In terms of physical resilience, both of, of him and, and everybody else, how significant will the heat be? Because whatever about playing football in 35 degree heat, playing rugby in 35 degree heat is unusual. Yeah, I got sunstroke playing against the States in 2000. There's no fun. Um, um, I went off. I got lost in the car park at halftime, actually. Wow. And uh, so it is, it's very, very damaging. Um, they are bringing in mandated um, uh, water breaks during the game to try and cool people down. But if you looked at even, it was about seven or eight degrees cooler last night in Paris, and all the players were drenched and wrecked and the ball is slippy. It's You have to manage these things incredibly well and you have to get the safety inside. I played in Bordeaux um, with Munster, I think about 20 years ago. Um, it was extraordinarily hot, very, very difficult to play. Um, but you just concentrate on the job in hand and it's the recovery that you do afterwards and hopefully that everybody comes out of it okay. Talk to us about the challenge that Romania will provide because Farrell has been talking them up to some extent, as you would expect, but it's hard to see them providing a significant challenge. No, you can you can talk them up because you wouldn't know any of their names, actually. We don't know many of their players particularly, but what they tend to do is traditionally have an incredibly strong scrum. They live for scrummaging. Um it makes it very hard to, to play because when you're, people are only concentrating on one thing, they tend to become very, very good at it. So I could see us having a fair, a fair bit of difficulty in some of the forward exchanges. But when you get to a World Cup, these lower ranked teams get an opportunity to train together for three or four months. That brings them on a huge level. It kind of brings them on beyond their ranking in the world. So they can pose a very difficult physical challenge but a challenge to the scoreboard at the end, there's, they're only a challenge if Ireland don't take them seriously. If Ireland kind of take it easy and say, well, we know if we go wide, wide, we can score very easily and we can, uh, we can um, uh, have this as a handy game because they're 15 levels below us in the world rankings or 20 levels, whatever they are, um, that it becomes an easy game. Well, then complacency is an issue. I don't think we'll have any complacency today. I know it's unfair to ask for predictions, so I won't, but give us the coterie from which you think the winners will emerge. Who are the, the, the teams you would w- wish to watch? Yeah, I look, it's, it's interesting. Look, we have this cack-handed um, uh, ranking system um, that has put us into a, a terrible pool and the side of the draw where there are, uh, you're going to get two or three of the top five clubs or five teams in the world aren't going to get to semifinals. So, like that's a very unusual situation, so that's going to change. But if you, if if I was going at it from from the outset, I talked about it during the week. Um, France's hosts are have to be favourites, um, even though there's a huge level of expectation on them. Um, but the team that wins most tends to be um, South Africa. They have a huge team. They have a huge bench. Um, they have great capability. They don't have a recognised kicker, which makes it unusual for them. Um, but I would put France and South Africa as the favourites, followed by Ireland and New Zealand. And I thought New Zealand looked very sharp for a while and then incredibly flat. So um, they may be drifting out of it, but I wouldn't write them off just yet. Keith, thank you very much for that analysis. That is the one and only Keith Wood. The Anton Savage Show with Nifty Business. Saturday morning at nine on News Talk.